You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Well, my first guest has got quite an impressive uh, CV. You've heard me introducing him there, a pastor, podcaster, uh, you know, uh, broadcaster. Uh, Is there anything uh, uh, that you haven't done, Danny? Uh, Prime Minister, actually. Would you fancy it? Oh, I don't. um, Well, it's. I don't think it's a. It's not a win-win, quite, is it? When with a prime minister, you know, you could make a great decision and still be unpopular with the, the, the half of the country. So, no, maybe I'll skip that one. Indeed. Well, let's talk about, first of all about your, your. I mean, you've done a lot of things, and uh, I'm looking forward to chatting to you about those. In terms of your, your faith journey, though, I mean, yeah. obviously you're we're led in been involved in Christian leadership and in, and in doing what I'm doing right now in broadcasting. But how did the faith journey begin for you? That's a good question. And uh, it, it's interesting when, when I look back, and this is the time of year, sometimes I do look back on those things because it was around uh, mid-August that, that I became a Christian, that I asked the Lord into my life. It was actually at a Bible camp. Uh, well, having a heat wave at the time. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I don't remember too much about the weather, but one thing I do know is that I actually went to the camp really just, you know, to maybe meet some girls and play football. That was my intention. Um, But during the week, it was... um the Lord just did an amazing thing in my heart. And to cut a long story short, I did. I During the week, in fact, I will share this story just for a couple of moments because uh, back then, the theme is a little bit different nowadays. But the theme for that week, would you believe, was the thief in the night, the rapture. Wow. Jesus is coming back. I mean, they didn't mess around in those days. Um, I love that Larry Norman song. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what comes to mind, isn't yeah. it? The Larry Norman, you know, be ready. Um the thing is, I went for a walk at one lunchtime during the, the camp during the week. And when I came back, everyone had been raptured. Everyone had gone. It's like they've been doing the thing. I came back. Nobody. No one was around. I'm like, oh, man. I've been I, left I, behind. I've, I've, been li- I've missed it. Oh, no. You know, okay. So, um, the, fortunately, there in the distance on the, this camp field, there, walking toward me was my tent leader. He's a wonderful guy. Um, he, he now works for London City Mission, but he was the tent leader. And when I saw him, I was relieved. But I'm thinking, has he been really bad? Uh, or, or has there been a, a, a computer mix-up <laughs> in heaven? He's not the you know? man I thought he was. <laughs> so anyway, we had a chat and realized that, you know, everyone had gone swimming to, uh, in Winchester. And we'd all gone and people thought I was on one van and next and whatever. So... Okay, I was relieved to find out, you know, everyone's still around. That was great. Um, but it did set me on a path to think, okay, well, what if that did happen? Well, what if you never know the future? You know, um, it was important for me to have that sorted. And so it was at that camp field that uh, with my tent leader, he led me to the Lord. And, and that evening I made a public commitment. And then when I got home at the end of the week, because my family, they're not, they're not believers. So I went home and I said, Mom. I've asked Jesus into my life. And she looked at me and she said, you know, that's really nice, dear. Uh, it's a lovely phase that you'll probably go through. Uh, no problem on my end. But, you know, let, let, let's see this go through. And, you know, I mean, 30 years later, you know, it's of like th- this is a long phase. But there you go. Is Mama still with us? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're fine. And, and actually, you know, she then attended to my baptism in ward. You know, she heard my testimony and, and seen me in this journey, uh, you know, over the years, along with the rest of my family. And so, you know, though they're not seeing perfection, it's, it's certainly more than just a phase. So what were those early days like then? Because obviously you, you wouldn't have had, you had support at home, albeit that it's a nice thing to do, son. Uh, 
But how did you grow in your faith? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it really was about uh, joining a local church. One thing that was very precious to me was that the nearest church built, I didn't know anything about anything, and, and, and maybe I still don't know. But one thing that I saw there was a church around the corner, I'll go to it. It was a little Methodist chapel. Uh, and so I joined the Sunday school, uh, which was great because there was only one person that was attending, me. Uh, and the teacher was... Uh, you got a, a, specialist attention. I did. In fact, I won. This is the true story. I won first prize for about three years in a row. Uh, and well I, done you. It's it? true. What an it's, accomplishment. I know. And I've still got the Bible, the Good News Bible. It was signed and by um, this uh, my Sunday school teacher. Her name was Miss Dowling. And this is what's quite interesting. Even though all these years later, she's now gone home to be with the Lord. But she said to me one time, she said, Daniel, because that's what, you know, he, if I'm in trouble, my wife would call me down. But basically, it's, <laughs> my mom would call me Daniel. Back as a child, it was Daniel. Uh, she said, I pray for you every day. I pray for you every day. That resonated and hit home and and so it was important for me to uh she encouraged me to read the bible to learn about uh, god through his word through the bible talk to him another term for talking together is prayer uh and, and these type of things uh is i slowly grew in my faith uh and and over time then there was the okay what is what's God's plan for me? You know, what's the plan and purpose? That's always interesting to try and tap into that. Um, sometimes it's not clear over the next 50 years. Sometimes it's just get to the next traffic light, you know, and let's yes. see what happens there. Um, and that's okay. But in those early years, there were a, a few friends that who also, you know, in, in church as well. Uh, these Bible camps and these events uh, helped me get to know other people as well, maybe a little bit further afield. And so there were Ties that even as a teenager, uh, again, far from perfection, but in figuring out and working it out, it was clear that there was more to this life than just living and dying, than just existing. Uh, and that's how I became to know. I, got, I was given an everyday with Jesus, you know, one of these things. Oh, yes. and, and I will just finish with this before we go to the next question. And that is, I used to take these trips or I was taken to Keith Jones Bible Bookshop. Now, that was a highlight. We'll be going there in a minute. I know, but it's interesting because that, even as a kid, uh, when I was, um, you know, as a, a teenager, and even since then, it's a highlight traveling down and go and parking up and then going into that shop and, and, and basically just spending three weeks hiding away there, you know, just <laughs> reading and going through the books. Um, and those testimony books that I picked up uh, from Nikki Cruz, David Wilkerson, Vanya, uh, all these testimonies and God Smuggler and, uh, and the Hiding Place, Corey Timber, yeah, all that stuff is I recommend and I still do now even when I was pastoring all these things is that people can tap into what God can do with a life that surrenders to him. Mm. Well, as things move forward, did you contemplate that actually the road would take you into full-time Christian service? And of course, you have been spent many, many years in, in, in serving God in all sorts of, of, of different ways. How did the journey to ministry and did you, did you have to do any formal training? Yeah, it's a, again another good question because Again, the unknown is like, what's God's plan for me? I did go to Bible college. So uh, I was a young, uh, I actually went to Cliff. Uh, 
You know what was not? No, because it wasn't through. Now, this is what makes it interesting. I became a Christian at a Brethren Bible camp. Oh, well, you get the okay. good Bible teaching there. Yeah, so that's right. Their emphasis on God's word. But actually, it's a little bit similar with the Methodist Church. Um, whatever the challenges they have, I had a wonderful experience with them in the emphasis on the value of the Bible. So the value of God's word, which has really never left me, hence my relationship with them as, as a local preacher. Um, however, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. I have had that encounter. I have had uh, that. And so because of that, that opened up doors as well um, for me to go to areas and church and Bible college, which is more uh, maybe spirit-filled, as they say. But um, that's a term I don't want to kind of be labeled with because I've, I've got a great relationship with a, a whole wide spectrum. As Paul said, I am to all people, you know, so I wear different hats. But <laughs> it's important uh, that, you know, one thing we have in common is our, our Heavenly Father and His only begotten Son. Now, through that anyway, so I ended up in, would you believe, Scotland. Okay. Okay, the new. I did, yeah. And, and you were and, in the kilts. So I was in Peterhead, Scotland. <laughs> uh, I remember sometimes in the winter, they didn't tell me or warn me about this, but I had to peel the curtain away from the window. It was frozen to the window in the morning. <laughs> uh, it seems a far cry from the weather we're having now. However, anyway, yeah. Yes. So I um, had a few years there, there Bible College. Um, and then after that, just I, for though many students then went into full time ministry, I actually just went back to my local church down here, Ham- wait, it was in Hampshire, um, and just got involved in youth ministry. The pastor said, Hey, would you want to lead youth? I'm like, Okay, I don't know what to do, what I'm doing, and, and stuff. Yeah. So we kicked off with a few of us. Um, and, and yeah, I just started serving. Then I was asked, Would you like to get involved with Romania? You know, and in the late 90s, all the Eastern European and Romania and all this stuff. Look, the, the things that are going on there, would you like to take some trips over? So I went over there. Uh, just to give out some aid when I was over there. I was asked to do a little talk and speak for, you know, five minutes. I'm like, how can I say for five minutes? <laughs> I mean, my intro's now are longer than, but anyway, we won't go there. But, you know, and that's how it happened in those early days. It was just, I, I just wanted to be available. Um, and yeah, so I ended up doing, being, serving in a variety of fields within the local church, including missions. And then it wasn't until... Uh, there, really, it was in radio. Uh, I've always loved radio. I've studied media, so I, I just loved media. I've always had a passion for radio. I think I've got a face for radio. So, you know, all those things. Um, and so there came a time, there came an opportunity where, um, in fact, it's, it's interesting here on Hope FM, we've got uh, the reality with Dudley Anderson and uh, uh, we're good friends together because we, we yeah. work together. In fact, that's where the opportunity came uh, to uh, be in radio uh, and take over a, a, a broadcast with a breakfast show that was international uh, and many people went for the opportunity and I, I, I went and th- they offered this to me. And uh, I, it was a real double blessing, actually, as well as getting this, this show. And what uh, radio station was that? It was Christian Voice. It was, it was The Voice. Yeah. Uh, and, and so FM stations around the world would take these programs that we broadcast from Birmingham. Yes. So we were hidden away in, in, the, in the West Midlands. Um, and, and again, Dudley Anson was another presenter. So we, we, we worked together. And there we go. And suddenly... Uh, you know, the, you have 35 million people listening to your, your show each weekday anyway. And then I was sent over the world over the years and doing live shows and uh, road shows and, and all these things. And hundreds of letters were coming. Then my wife and I, because I met my wife there. She was on another show. And 
We, we started a Bible distribution network because we found out there are a lot of pastors in Africa and Asia who didn't even have a Bible. So we partnered with local churches and pioneered BDI, Bible Distribution International, and launched that. And I mean, all these things kind of happened. So if it's interesting when, you know, from getting, asking the Lord in your life, it's like, okay, what's oh, going to yes. happen? Quite a journey. And it's just... Yeah, these these doors have opened, which has been wonderful. This is Hope FM. Of course, my very special guest, as you have heard, is uh, is Danny Miller. Do you like to be called Pastor Danny Miller? No, no, just Danny is fine. Okay. Just Danny. Yeah. And if I really get upset with you, Daniel. Oh, absolutely, yes. Then I know I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll avoid that. Well, you better reveal the scripture. And- well, in another version, I mean, uh, that the, maybe is a longer, slightly longer version, but he does a little quote from Psalm 121. I lift up. My my eyes to the hills and where does my help come from my help comes from the lord the maker of heaven and earth oh Lovely. and it's Lovely. such a such a fantastic ver- yes it is yeah. and of course yeah. we have been through traumatic times we have yes now yes. obviously you, you spent a fair bit of time actually in the pastor i think you were you were senior pastor of hope church in rotherham not a million miles from where i started my own broadcasting career uh and uh, my wife and i lived in sheffield yeah uh, and uh, my good friend ian robertson and i uh we uh, we started our our own broadcasting career in in, in sheffield so we you, you never know we might have been we probably were there absolutely the yeah time. yeah so what was it like pastoring because it was it you and what sort of a church was it well so uh, after radio after um broadcasting uh we moved to the states for uh, a few years and actually which I, part I, uh pennsylvania so just north of pittsburgh that, that can be quite chilly can't it there? well they again it's like going to scotland for bible college i i should have looked more into that and it's the same with the the you know some people can go to the bible belt i ended up going to the snow belt uh and so that was interesting the summers are lovely in pennsylvania they really are and it's a beautiful state they've got two rivers that converge there in the center of they pennsylvania have, we, that's right and so i mean in new york you, you got up with the, the hudson but you got um uh, lake erie and we were just south of that and so with that the winters i mean the snow was just crazy so it was very interesting we got used to it and it, it was fine but it was cold my, my daughter she was born out there and um and, and so we've got a lot of precious memories there was um, a, a, a work out there that was launched in some of the ministries including youth ministry that still exist to this day so it's been wonderful we also again which i loved uh, remained in meet in broadcasting so uh, my wife had a show i had a, a show in in with wctl which is a, a christian radio station uh in erie so again great uh, connections and wonderful station had a few years there so because I was involved in, in, in that, in the local church, I was like the associate pastor, the youth pastor. And so I, it was over there in the States that I moved in the, the role of a shepherd. And I had the shepherd's heart. I've got to put that on my, my heart. It's kind of me when we talk about the songs that I've chosen. Yes. Um, in a way, that comes out. It's not really just for me. It's actually if, if people are going through things, you know, you want to minister, you want to bless, you want to help. Um, that never leaves you. What The titles may come and go. That's yeah. okay. But the heart uh, and, and passion, I, I don't think, changes. However, uh, over there, yeah, I was asked to um, officiate. Again, this is not stuff you learn necessarily in Bible college, um, uh, and, and that's okay. But it's about officiating your first funeral, officiating the weddings, doing the baptism, the christening, the counseling, and all those things that go with it, which is fine. Yeah. Um, and, and looking back, many of them now. But 
it started over there. So those doors opened up and gradually, you know, the Bible um, studies and the, 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 the leadership development and all these things just naturally happened. So it wasn't planned. It was just it just grew. Anyway, after a little while, we uh, moved back to the UK and a few doors uh, of churches to to pastor um, came along but actually we ended up um got a phone call uh, or a message left i think i was preaching that morning when i got back uh there was a message and it said ew dana <laughs> your fans are coming up south york now do forgive me I if you're going to say which part I'm of the country good. where they found me but anyway so we ended up uh, moving up north and uh, and uh, being in uh, south yorkshire for a number of years and but again precious times you know what we inherited to what it is now you know it's it's another story yeah, but, build it, but the, it's good build that work out yeah. yeah yeah so which is wonderful um other churches and, and church plants took place and missions that didn't exist then now exist from Dubai and Hong Kong and Iraq and many places we, we pioneered and awesome things. So it's been very precious uh, and uh, just been amazing. The, you know, when it comes to passing leadership, it, it for me, uh, I drive home uh, sometimes after church and, and I just say, Lord, it, it's far from perfection. It's not that I'm getting to make every decision, get everything right. But Lord, I pray that when I stand before you, I can look behind me and just see people who have grown, who have drawn closer, who have been loved, who have been cared for, who have been nurtured. Uh, you know, I've been kind of their watchman, their gatekeeper, but also their comforter and leader and helper. And it's these type of things that I want to be known for. So, again, I, I don't want to have that paintbrush off any type of perfection. I'm still learning. But to be someone who's been a shepherd, to lead, guide, nurture and draw them to the Lord. That, that's really what I've tried well, to. Uh, I always accept. tell people, you know, that oftentimes all the th- all of the experiences that we go through, good and not mm-hmm. so good, uh, are often the perfect preparation for the future that only God can can see. Absolutely. So uh, and of course, we God sometimes he does reveal, you know, yeah. to, to what we're going to do, but oftentimes he doesn't, you know. And uh, and of course, you can think, well, what? What's going on? <laughs> oh, after that. Uh, so it, it'll be very interesting for you because you you, you have such a you know an, an incredible uh, background uh, in in all sorts of things. This is Hope FM. Well, my very special guest in the studio uh, right now is Danny Miller. Uh, Danny has has pastored a church up in Rotherham. You've done so many things, <laughs> podcasting and so on. But of course, you did a substantial amount of broadcasting when you were in the United States. A very different world for broadcasters, isn't it? It is very different. Uh, very exciting as well. Um, it's uh, It was just a great opportunity. Uh, there's many people who listen uh, online as well, but you know, it, there's um, there was a real relationship builder, and and a lot of events that came out of that. We, uh, there was Kingdom by the Bay that uh, my wife and I uh, um, we, we introduced in bands like DC Talk and all these things, and it's just a great world to be involved in, uh, and and so it was just, but it's very interesting to see, uh, like you, you know, when it comes to. Uh, various uh, the few you know radio Christian radio stations here in the UK that's been wonderful being involved in that uh, but also just to tap into the culture out there in, in the US um, and to have a, a, a have your own show uh, I don't know if they were 
listening to anything I was sh- saying or just my accent. Well, I'm not sure which. probably would have liked your British accent, if nothing else. You know. Yeah, well, exactly, if nothing else. It may have been nothing about, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there was a, there was a, yeah, it was good. It, it, it stood the test of time. Very exciting. So we had, a, it was a great experience. Of course, in the States, something like 16, 1700 Christian radio stations, yeah. uh, they, they pre-existed, of course, the, the birth of radio here in, in the UK, uh, where we only have a handful of mm, Christian stations. Yes, of course, yeah. uh, Premier Radio and UCB, mm-hmm. of course, we have now. But it, that was a long time coming. Mm. Oh, Hope it, FM was a long time coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, that would be something I'd love to see more because, you know, if, you, if you're talking about the market, there is a need for hope more than ever before. Mm. And 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 so this is. I mean, I'm, I'm talking to the converted, <laughs> but oh, t- but it's talk true. Away, talk away. Uh, <laughs> and, and so there's no difference. So though the accent may be different, maybe there's a slight difference in the culture. It's no different when it comes to the human heart. Uh, and so to use today's technology, the medium of the sources that we have, the tools that we have, as well as online, is radio in the car uh, and these type of things. It's very important uh, to get the message across here in the UK. But it's quite remarkable that here we are sat in a studio in in Bournemouth. uh, And in fact, this broadcast can be heard all over the world, uh, in every country of the world, uh, if people are listening uh, via the the internet is it's really quite mind-boggling yeah uh, and, uh, and 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 that's just where technology is at the moment it does make you wonder where this is going to take us I know although I've always felt that with Hope FM with Christian broadcasting generally that that its primary role was to reflect the life of the church you know to reflect what God was doing uh, through the through the broader church in, in its many many forms uh, that it takes and it's always been a great thrill uh, of mm. mine to interview people like yourself everybody who has a story to tell yeah yeah. about the way God has acted and is acting and will act. You know, it's, uh, it's thrilling stuff and needs to be shared. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. And uh, I think another thing, another great uh, tool for radio is that there are uh, many people, and I share this even as a pastor, uh, and that is that there are a number of people who love God but have struggled with church and for a variety of reasons. They, in fact, sometimes I have to say, and I'm biased because I love church. I'm, mm-hmm. I've been part of it so many years. It's yes. the apple of God's eye. You know, that's how However, it's far from perfect. And there's many people who have been hurt by the church. So they no longer attend church. But so where are they going to hear the message of hope? It's not going to be on a Sunday morning at the moment. Well, for many Christians, it's not anywhere because they're not actually in the buildings. But on normal times, they may tap into the radio. They may tap into and still hear the message of hope. And I think also it's, it's, it's really what church is. I mean, church isn't about buildings or even the the multiplicity of the denominations that we worship in churches about the people of God where they are worshiping the fact that we come together in different denominations it's a great thing it, it, it we're all diverse people yeah um, but but interesting enough you should say that because I had a I had a letter from a dear friend of mine one of my great encouragers on the radio and uh, well, I, 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 I won't go into detail, but he had written to me and he said, you know, after 40 years, uh, they had a bit of a disagreement in the church where he was attending. And, uh, and he wrote, he wrote uh, I didn't expect my 40 years of Christian service to end like this. Uh, but before I came to studio this morning, I emailed him back uh, and I said, well, um, let me just tell you that you are my greatest encourager on the air. Uh, and he is. He, 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 he may be listening right now. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. Uh, and every time I get an e- email from him, it's like a, a tonic, you know. But I also wrote back and said, 
But listen, uh, there's no way that your 40 years uh, as a Christian have ended, that actually it may just be an open door Mm -hmm. to the next chapter. I mean, God has a wonderful way of restoration. He does, That's the wonderful thing. And, uh, And I think we need to constantly... Look to him. Absolutely. And we can use the, the example of God's word. <clears throat> Many of the prophets of old, <laughs> excuse me, as well as the, the early church in the book of Acts, there's a history of um, things that did quite go according to plan. And sometimes people <laughs> can enter well, but leave not so well. You know, but uh, the great thing that reflects the nature of God is, as you just mentioned, Blair, mm-hmm. restoration. The funny thing is I've just been reading again uh, the story of Joshua and Caleb, you know, and uh, it makes me laugh, actually, because Caleb was 40 years old, you know, when he was sent into into the land. And he was 85 years old whenever they entered the promised land. And uh, and there's that part in Scripture where he says, I'm as young and as fit today. Come on. I said, yes, God, I'll, I'll have some of that at 85 <laughs> <Absolutely>. years old. <laughs> I think we all need some of that. <laughs> For more inspirational interviews, podcasts, and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.